The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! Here's what's coming up on today's experience. Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but you know what? I like them. They put me in a good mood, and that's good for everybody listening. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, I don't think it takes a Einstein at this point to figure out, yeah, this is kind of crashing fast, huh? Life lessons for our faith that we'd ac- we could actually use if we decide to. Some of us will and some of us won't. It's very effective to use life lessons for faith that will help us draw closer to the Lord. It's much better to be a doer than a hearer. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. It's not the jokes. I can tell you that. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process of knowing that you spend time with the Lord, you get strengthened in that time, you spend time in fellowship, you hear certain shows, you listen to certain tapes, and you draw in closer. And then there's the other times in between all that where the actual Christianity needs to be lived out, worked out, and walked out. That's the stuff we're talking about, and we're here to encourage you in it. If you have any opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a praise report or a prayer request, we don't want it to die of loneliness. We want you to reach out to us. You can call us at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone, and then you will be... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that. You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. And you can also email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. I must say that we do use davidspoonmedia at Gmail. Sometimes I will send an email that way. But 
by and large for the show, david at hemustincrease.org, which leads us to the website, which we have made a commitment this year to let you know a few different things. One, there is a free app on the website. Two, there is a place to do your prayer requests or praise reports directly on the website. So if you do it on the website, we'll receive it. We won't share it with anybody unless you tell us to, right? So there's, you control that. Nobody gets that information but us. Additionally, without reservation, we want you to invest in the kingdom of God. First, in your home church or your main ministries that really touch you, that really help you, that really direct you. Then, if the Lord moves on you and you have extra, invest in our ministry if it's a blessing to you. If you can't invest financially, please invest time by praying for us. That's what we'd ask you. So it's very simple. We ask you to go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. <laughs> get, get back off the cliff. Ah! Okay. All right, so we're, uh, it's Friday. You might as well relax, enjoy yourself. Uh, there's no point in trying to stress out. You know what you can do about tomorrow? Nothing. You know what you can do about yesterday? Nothing. Okay? I am your father. No, no, no. Just breathe. Just relax. All right? Take it easy. Try and you know, relax a little bit. We're going to pick it up in Hebrews. Do we have anything we got to cover? I can't really think of anything. Is there anything important? I don't know. Is there... You know, is there something, is there a big rock hurling towards the earth and nobody knows about it? Yeah, you might as well, is there, is there no? Yeah, all right. You might as well spend your last few minutes listening to the show. Uh, here we go, Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7. He again specifies a certain day, today. He specifies this speaking through David after such a long time. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later about another day. Therefore, our Sabbath rest remains for God's people. A couple things I want you to catch right here. And this is an important lesson for those of you that go to church, read your Bible, you process in your faith, you process in your Christianity. There's something very specific of what the author is communicating in the book of Hebrews. He says, again, he specifies a certain day today. And then he says, just in one more verse, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. People will hear things of the kingdom of God. People will hear truths. People will hear an invitation, that's what we call it, an invitation to acknowledge, surrender, accept, receive, yield, whatever word you want to use. I could care less on the semantics. Here's the bottom line. It's a movement of the Spirit of God on your heart regarding the truth of Jesus Christ and the declaration of God. And it can be for salvation, and it can be for a situation. And if the Holy Spirit is moving upon you, and you know something is going on, and the Lord is challenging you to add or to change or to alter, let me just help you out since it's the beginning of the year. That does not mean you say, you know, February 1st, that's when I'm going to start doing all the stuff I'm supposed to do for the Lord. <clears throat> Wrong answer. Today is the day. If the Holy Spirit moves upon you and convicts you, he doesn't move upon you and convict you so that you can set a date in the future for you to respond to it. 
okay? I, I'm going to try to be really nice about this. See, I'm even going to laugh when I do it. <laughs> Today, if the Lord puts something on your heart and you need to do it, he's not asking you to wait to do the things that are connecting you to the character of Jesus Christ. It is today, period. So don't put off that which the Lord has brought before you. Don't separate yourself from a timing issue. The scripture is pretty clear. He again specifies a certain day. What day is that, Lord? Today. He specifically specified this speaking through David after such a long time, that's Psalm 95, where he says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, convicts you, challenges you, moves you, directs you to make changes, whether it's in a repentive nature or whether it's a characteristic add-on where the Lord just wants you to be a nicer person, which is a good thing, you know when you start right now. Not in a week, not in two weeks, or not in five weeks. Now, today. And so then the next portion says, if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken later of another day. Therefore, a rest remains for, the, for God's people, for the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own works. While this has to do with an eternal rest, what we do know from this passage is the connection, listen to this, is the connection to the reality, listen, listen to what I'm say, that your works are really awesome. They're good. Yay. But they won't save you. You enter into God's works, into God's rest. You enter into what he has done. You rest from your own works and you completely depend on his works. I just want to say this in the nicest way that, that maybe can help us a little bit. And I think we've talked about it before. If you imagine God and he's a white sheet, right? And then you imagine you and you're a white sheet. But as soon as you sin, there's a red stain on the white sheet. Even if you don't sin again, there's still a stain on the sheet. That's just the truth. And so we need to enter into his righteous works, into his righteous ways, into his redeeming elements, not into our own. We can operate in good works because they reflect our faith, and we should operate in good works. It's just that those works will never be sufficient to be at the righteous level of God. Kind of the way that we illustrate this, and I know— a terrible illustration, but like, what am I supposed to do? I got to go with what I got. It's kind of like you're a, you know, one-year-old baby on a basketball court and you're going to, uh, you know, your, your goodness, your righteousness, your good works is coming up against God's. And then that's like Michael Jordan in his prime. <laughs> it's like, okay. I think we all know what's going on. The baby can't even stand up, let alone pick up the basketball. And then, uh, you know, on the other side, Michael Jordan's dunking without you know, you know, from the from the free throw line. So, I mean, it's just like, okay, got it. The idea behind this is to understand that it's his works, his redemption, that brings us about to that place. So there's two main keys in here because the next section we're going to talk about is very personal, and you're going to hear some very personal stories, and I would really like you to, to remember that. But in this segment here, in this Hebrews portion, between Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7, and verse, verse 10, okay, I want you to understand that number one, if the Lord moves upon you, it's today, it's not tomorrow, okay? Do the things God has put before you. And number two, you have to enter into his rest, relying on his works, 
because yours will just never be good enough. Your good works will reflect your faith. They'll just never be to the level of the righteousness that Jesus Christ offers us as a gift. Okay? Okay. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. The Christian faith is being attacked. 50 years ago, people would disagree with Christianity, but with a sense of respect. Those days are over. The rage, the flesh, the enemy, and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing. Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon Experience on God Country, Texas. 770 KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Jesus Christ as the Lamb of God for you and I. God provided his own burnt offering, his own Lamb of sacrifice, because our presentations are not that hot. And this is where you get the understanding that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How many? All. And the wages of sin is death. That's the result. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And God showed his love for us while we were still sinners that Christ died for us. That's the love. He was the sacrificial lamb. And if you have never made that decision, I invite you right now to make that decision to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. This is where you get John 3.16, which people will say is the gospel in a scripture, which is not far off. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That gift is available for you. And if you have never exercised that acceptance of that gift, I encourage you to do so by saying this prayer. And don't go anywhere because I got another one for all of us. Heavenly Father, I surrender my life. Lord Jesus Christ, I give you my heart. Pour out your Holy Spirit, for I believe you rose from the dead, and I confess with my mouth you died for my sins, according to the Scriptures. You were buried, and three days later you rose again. You ascended to the Father and are coming back soon, and I thank you for this new life you've given me. I praise you and pray this in your name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready for our first 
trivia question. This is from the New Testament. Whose father, whose father, whose father was struck dumb by an angel before the birth of his son? Whose father was struck dumb by an angel before his son's birth? Okay, New Testament, right? Got that. Whose dad was struck dumb by an angel before his son's birth? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 as well. You can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We do have somebody calling in. So we'll probably take that call, then we'll do our DNA, then we'll do the rest of the teaching. And I just want you to know, some of this teaching is going to be very personal. So are uh, we ready? We ready? Ready? Okay. This is David. Who am I talking to? This is Gary. Hey, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am doing well. I'm looking forward to, well, actually, you know what the truth is? This weekend, I've got to do everybody's tax receipt. So it should be an interesting weekend. <laughs> very least for all the people that's going to take me a little while so i'll say a prayer for you yeah you need to i need that i need that so i don't go what what you know because i'm not really good at adding anyway uh okay here we go pretty straightforward whose whose father was struck dumb by an angel before his son's birth john the baptist that is correct sir you are exactly on target. Johnny B is absolutely the answer. It was his dad that was struck dumb. And I always love that story because, again, that difference between Mary and 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 Zechariah was, Zechariah was like, how do I know you're telling the truth? And Mary is like, how are you going to do that? You know, it's like a, such a different spirit. And that from somebody who was seasoned in the Lord, doubting, whereas Mary was more curious. That's kind of a fascinating element if you study it deep. Very yes. cool. Very cool. Excellent job, Gary. I really appreciate it. Okay. Well, I will pray for you. I, I appreciate that, and I'll need it, so thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, and that's a good thing I should probably segue in that this weekend I'll be doing everybody's receipts. And so two things. I would kind of check your junk mail if you see anything from He Must Increase or from David Spoon Media. That's me. Okay, that's me. And if you're a person that's given and you don't get the receipt, let me know. And if it's the wrong number, let me know and relax. We'll make sure we get the right amount put together. Nobody's trying to do anything weird. We're just trying to get it done. But that doesn't mean I always add good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys notice that or not. I can barely get the hours right between shows, let alone adding up the, the donation. All right. So that's part. Let's do our DNA, and then we'll go into the rest of this text. This is going to get real personal. So uh, DNA, D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. So every day we should be drawing closer. Every day you wake up, you should be, thank you, Lord, for this day, and you should be mindful and conscious. Now, I don't, I'm not saying you need to stay in bed until you do that. I'm not even saying you can't get up and push the coffee button. But sometime in that first little bit when you wake up, you've got to be mindful of the Lord. Okay, so draw closer to the Lord day, daily, and never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed of the word of God, ever. And A, always be ready 
To serve. To serve, which means your heart and mind are directed heavenly first. You're thinking about considering, yielding, submitting, surrendering towards the Lord and whatever he has for you that particular day or this particular day or tomorrow is a particular day. And you're also aware of other people, which means that your focus, let me say this really clearly, your focus is not just on your list of what you need to do for the day. Okay, get that? All right, good. All right, good job by Gary. All right, let me get into this next text. I want to, I got to be careful how I do this because, you know, sometimes you can reveal too much kind of thing in that, that realm. So I want to go into verse 11 of Hebrews chapter 4, and it says this. Let us then make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. One of the things that happens is when we rely on ourselves, okay, we tend to fall into patterns. Now, I'm saying that uh, as one, as a brother in the Lord, okay? We, we go through this thing where we, you know, some, when we don't enter into God's rest and we don't rely on his works, we don't trust in him, and we take it on ourselves, we begin to emerge into this pattern of disobedience. And that pattern of disobedience has a lot to do with you and I trying to control our lives and trying to identify all the things that are there that are not. I'm not saying you never do planning, but you never do planning that you don't surrender or submit to God. Okay, that's how you would view it. So I will give you an example, and I'll kind of walk through this process with you. So about three days ago, my—let's see. This is my right side, right? So this is my left side. My left, I had to ask Captain <laughs> My left ear started to um, get clogged. Now, I've had this before uh, a couple of years ago, and it was didn't seem like it was a big deal. It was just a buildup of wax, so it's like they had to you know squeeze it out. And then I had this happen on this right ear about uh, eight months ago. I was like, okay. So on this left ear, I, I you know had that having that same little uh, echoey thing, and you know, is that a cold or is that this? No, it's very isolated to the ear. It's very very specific, right? So I have you know I've got one of those things where you put the fluid in and then you squish the thingy and it goes whoosh, 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 and it sounds like a river or whatever but anyhow I go through this pattern when I do this and I, I've gone through this three times so I know it's my pattern and that is I say oh no my ear isn't working now hold on then I say oh no this is not good for radio Right? Just follow along, see if you can follow and see if you've ever done this. Then I go, oh no, what's this going to do to the ministry? Oh no, how would I then go and do whatever else I'm supposed to do? And I'm in the middle of my, or at the close of my doctorate. So you see what happens is I pattern in this, I take control, I don't know what's going on, I'm relying on my own wisdom, and then I build upon that piece by piece by piece, conclusion by conclusion by conclusion, and it's the same pattern of disobedience because I'm not starting the whole situation off resting from my works and trusting in God's works and in trusting in God in, in particular, and I am trying to assess and control and coordinate. 
Now, I'm using the ear as an example simply because it's the one that happened in the last three days. I can use a hundred other things in my life that I could say this happened, which led to this thought, which led to this thought, which led to this thought, but I don't feel like sharing that much. So here's the bottom line. The bottom line is I know you go through this too. I know you go through the same thing. And it almost takes my wife to say, hey, Hey, dummy. <laughs> like, huh? What what are you you know what? What are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm trying to take care care of my ear. She goes, Do you think it's something really, really dramatic? I said, Well, I don't know. She said, Well then maybe if it is dramatic, you would do something like make a doctor's appointment. <laughs> So what is it that you and I do? Don't lie. Just tell the truth. You go online and Google. You start typing in every possible symptom. Apparently, I have ear that has been attacked by alien syndrome. I'm sorry. That was on Google. I can't help you. Uh, But the idea behind this is instead of doing all of that, why aren't we just like trusting, resting, not building upon one fear upon another? And the reason that we do it is it's a pattern. And that's what the scripture is trying to talk about. Don't fall into the same pattern of disobedience. Don't kind of go the same way. And if you if you're honest, kind of like truthfully, like brutally honest, you'll notice that we will walk in these kind of patterns. A lot of it has to do with fear, anxiety, worry, concern, something that's uh, internally detrimental, and it builds one thing on on top of another and on top of another. I go through it. I don't know. I'm just positive I'm not the only Christian who's going through it. I'm just, you know, positive. And the idea that God is trying to get us to do is to rest from that. Stop that. Because that doesn't do anybody any good anywhere. It creates tension, and it does take other Christians to kind of, I wouldn't say slap you, but, but, you know, maybe squirt you with the water gun or something and say, hey, you know, cut that out. And we need to be doing that with each other, and we need to have enough relationship with each other that we trust each other for that, that sometimes when you go out the deep end, you need people to kind of bring you back in, right? You got Chris's little song, this song where he goes, you know, he must say Chris, oh, we do that, oh, we're dealing with these issues. We kind of jump off the, jump off the dock into the water. It's like, calm down. Now, I already know, I mean, if it's something serious and you have to deal with it, you do. But that's what our faith is for. I mean, I'm, I'm positive of that. But this isn't even something that's that serious, and we blow it or we magnify it up. And what I'm, what I'm really— what I really think takes place is the devil has a pair of binoculars. Just bear with me on this one. And if you ever, do you ever use a pair of binoculars? So you look through the little eyes, and then they go out to the big eyes, and it makes the objects look bigger. Right. And then if you flip it around or if you've ever done this, you look through the big eyes and look through the little eyes, go the opposite way. It makes everything look super small. So that it seems like the devil comes around and makes the big things little and the little things small. And we're like going, I don't get it. And we we're seeing with obscured vision instead of going into that pattern. Let's go into this pattern. Trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. That's the pattern. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Now, he's crying. Now, I was still of the mindset that men don't cry, okay, just so you can know. And I'm getting mad because it's my story and he's crying. And I'm thinking, it's my story. Why are you crying? That's what I'm thinking in my mind. And he's crying. He's, he's, he's apparently a good crier. I don't know what a good crier is. I learned after my dad died, but I, I mean, somewhat. But this is real. You know, he's sobbing. And I'm like, and he looks up at me after he's cried for about a minute and a half. And his eyes are red. And he looks at me and he says, this is how the Lord hurts for you. And that was it. Bam. It was like somebody just took a hammer and broke my hard heart and my, you know, my pride attitude and my, my over arrogance and my, my everything. Looking at that guy showing me crying and tears and all I could think of was Jesus wept. The David Spoon Experience, weekdays at 2 on God Country, Texas, 770 KAAM.